audiocraft.inc Okay, people, listen. We define how people think about Africa. <laughs> Introducing <laughs> the booth. The beat for me. Fully stars. Going back to my roots. Born in Africa. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome. It is another episode of In the Booth with Folu Storms. Now, today in the booth with me, I've got Henry Emmanuel, who's a rather interesting um, young fellow. I met Henry Emmanuel, and I say met, even though today's our first official physical meeting. Um, While I was working on radio at Smooth 98.1, he always had really informed opinions about the stories that we were discussing and he just became one of my favorite people to have call in or send messages like please god let henry Manuel call so that it can make sense again because people are taking me down a dark road <laughs> uh, so henry Manuel, just to give you a quick summary of who he is uh, he's a practicing chartered accountant he's very interested in um, public finance and governance and politics his twitter handle is henry emmanuel 64 and he's 26 years young that's crazy. Good morning, Henry Manuel. How are you? Good morning. I'm very, very fine. And I'm I'm so pleased. I'm so joyful. I'm so happy meeting you. Yeah. Like, meeting you personally, <laughs> right? Thank you. I'm so excited that you came, uh, to be honest. So let's start off with um, what people are discussing around the country, around the world, with what's hot, what's not, and what's viral. In, in the booth. stops. In the booth with Folu Folu. What's hot? What's not? And what's viral? First up, in things that are hot, I had to take this story. It was off Twitter. I found it because I thought it was such a fascinating story. A guy called Wally Gates tweeted a big shout out to conservationist Doni Ogunye because she convinced locals at Lagos Beach not to cut up and eat an endangered leatherback turtle. Now, you've got to go on social media and see this post because this is clearly a creature from the deep, deep. What did you think when you saw the video? Shout out to Doni to start with because yes. she's doing what I, I don't think a lot of us have had time to do taking care of aquatic life is quite demanding right mm. so congratulations to our congratulations to Lufasi Park and all of those who were ensured that the turtle return to the sea is, is quite critical and I think it was equally interesting that he used that opportunity to talk to those guys yes. because you have to recruit them yes. you have to inform them that don't just look at it as food mm. this turtle do endangered plays a very critical role in the ecosystem, trying mm. to maintain the ecosystem. So it was nice that she spoke with them, empowered them to share that message with their fellows. Yeah. And I think to a certain degree, we need to do that on a larger scale yeah. because there can't be a doing in every beach in Nigeria. Big shout out to doing. She's doing Sola Ogunye. She's a chief executive officer of the Mental and Environmental Initiative for Children as well, which is pretty dope. She's a founding organization of Kids Clean Club, also an environmentally and socially conscious non-governmental organization that caters for physical, um, mental, and environmental cleanliness of the Nigerian child. I think she's just been involved in so many things, yes. which is dope. So I, yes. I had to pick that story. That was my what's hot story because, you know, it's not the time we hear those stories. You know, no. Also in What's Hot, I have to give a big shout out to Chocolate City Music um, MI for going on tour 2019, the CBN tour, because it's not just about music. It is about creating awareness for young people to go out and pick up their PVCs. Now, I thought this was important because some of the highest numbers of uncollected PVCs actually come from states from the Southwest, which is insane. And most of those people are young people like Very you young, and I. Obviously. We're the ones who go and register. And then when it's time to collect what you have registered for, I'm tired, that's registration process. 
process was so heavy. So I've been going to town hall meetings. So far, I've done Joss and Abuja. I will be going to Abelkuta and... Ibadan. By the time you guys hear this podcast, which is dope, and I'm really excited by it. But I wanted to know what did you think about this because you you sort of came across it maybe on my social media. What did you think? Yeah, I did, and I equally saw it. That was on Friday on the Nation's newspaper. Mm. I think it's important that entertainers use their platform very very well, especially because of the critical season that we are in as a country. You realize that the average Nigerian youth is more inclined to entertainment, more interested, enthusiastic mm-hmm. than political issues or socioeconomic issues. So for them to use that powerful platform to encourage them that, listen, if you can get into this hall for free, imagine what your PVC can do for you. Exactly. Right? If your PVC can get you a free opportunity to listen to MI, it can do much more for you. So mm-hmm. I think it was a noble move from Chocolate City. It was quite fantastic. And I want to encourage like other entertainers to use their platform very, very well, especially because of the season that we are in as a country. Mm, use your platform for social good. Major key. Now, in what is not hot, guys, second time our vice president has been in a helicopter incident. I'm not going to say crash because they did crash land. Um, thankfully, he got out of this. What I mean, the helicopter was on its side. So that's a very scary thing to see, considering the blades uh, would have been bent and broken and twisted. A big commendation to the pilots of the helicopter. I do believe it was a Caverton helicopter. We know they've had incidents in the past, um, but we're grateful for the skill of the pilots um, in preserving the life of everyone on board. And the VP, can I just say, is a bad man because my man carried on. Yes. Tweeted. He's like, yeah, I'm cool, bruh. <laughs> but I'm going. We're out here while I'm walking. Um, what did you think about I, this story? I think to start with, we have to thank God that the VP is safe. Everyone in his crew is safe. So that is the most critical point. But I think most importantly, we have to ensure that this does not repeat itself. This is the second time in less than two years that this is happening to the the number, I think the number second person in, mm-hmm. the, in, the, in the country. Mm-hmm. It's not acceptable. First, we have to ensure that we look at the accident investigation bureau, their reports, ensure that whatever it is that was responsible does not repeat itself. At least mm-hmm. within the bounds of our current capacity as a country, this shouldn't happen again. It Absolutely. should not. But just as you mentioned, the VP is quite psychologically resilient. He was purposeful, and I think that will encourage a lot of those who were with him. Mm. Yeah. Okay, up next, what's viral? Big Brother Niger 2019 auditions. Listen, the crowds are ridiculous. I was getting reports of the number of people that showed up at each of the eight cities um, that the auditions uh, ran. I believe Benin, Enugu, Lagos, Wari, Kalaba, Portacot, Abuja, Ibadan. People came out, some people slept on the road. Now, Considering that young people were 70% of the whole country, I really hope people come out like this for the general elections. Do you think that we're going to see numbers of young people turn up for these elections in all sincerity no. from all the indices? And, and why do you say no? Just to put it in vivid terms, if young people are 70% of our entire population, it means 7 in 10. Right? It's a lot. Um, but you can't see that replicate itself. The hope in the electoral process is not as much as the enthusiasm that they find or the excitement that they find from such auditions as in entertainment and in the BB Nigeria audition is not the same at all, right? So they find more interest, finding more more entertaining. Mm-hmm. They don't find that same interest in getting involved in political issues, right? Because over the years, some may have been involved and they've been disappointed, mm. right? But with this one, you are like, if I just put my best, my best can pull me through. 
But sometimes when you're involved in political issues, yeah, best sometimes is not always enough. But that's it. Listen, I'm a former reality TV show contestant, right? People forget that the MTV VJ search in 2012, I was a part of. I'm a producer. I worked at Indani TV for about three and a half years producing different types of shows and content. I can tell you that television is tell a live vision. There's a decision-making process. Yes, people will vote, but even before the general public gets to vote, there's a screening process, right? And that's how it is with elections. And I think, like you said, our celebrities, maybe if the media, if the press were more focused on almost glamorizing the elections a little bit like how it's done in the first world because you, you've got to see that first world politics and election times well all young people here know what's going on with American politics they're like hey Donald Trump what do you know that's about right. that's true yeah. but our politics it just seems largely uninteresting perhaps because of how it's been framed but essentially you have to remember that they have seen people who have won before but can you look at young people that were involved in politics in the last dispensation where are they today Mm. Right? Mm. So, because that success story is not there. Let me quickly give you I think in December 2018, mm-hmm. the MBS released this labor force statistics. Mm. In that labor force statistics, it clearly stated there that 55% of youth population in Nigeria are either unemployed or underemployed. That is one in two, right? So, even those who have employment, mm. their take home is not taking them home. Right, mm. their financial compensation is not enough. That causes pervasive uncertainty. But for some reason, because of the uncertainty with their employment status, they are like, "Wow, let me oh, let me give you the." Is drive. it uncertainty or is it I want a blue? But all right, there you go. <laughs> now, well, let's move on. We've got more to talk about. All right, moving on next. Um, this is one of my favorite parts. It's about music, and I like showcasing music that's coming up. This is what's on my playlist this week. There is a serious problem with the way that we look at Africa. This week on my playlist. I'm so African. This week on my playlist. On my playlist this week, I have to start off with I'm YC. YC is, I think, one of my favorite Nigerian musicians, I'll be honest. He hasn't been maybe as vocal as a number of musicians in 2018, but his music has been popping, I'll be honest with you. Like, it's, it's on it. Anyways, this new song that's out, it's called Balance. You know I've been hot for at least four summers and you know what I mean. It's been all burners, cluster fucks and all clusters. Bust the bus with no busters. Quite like boys with boy lovers. Now they know that God touched us. Swear on life. They can't touch us, they can't outbest us. I listened to Balance as a straight hip hop track. There's nothing else to it but raw hip hop. And I was like, this song that has been long. I don't really get to see this very often. Um, but I do enjoy hip hop music. I do enjoy rap music because it is pretty much straight rap. But I'm curious, what, what were your thoughts well, on this? Well, I watched the music video mm. and I think it was nice. I equally listen to it, but I'm not such a rap person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought some people might struggle with this one, actually. Yes, I'm not such a rap person, but I think the music video was, was up to it. Mm. It was nice. Yeah, it was good. There you go. Very street. Simple and to the point, but I like it. Check out New Balance. He's got more stuff, I think, lined up for 2019, so I'm very interested to see. And now, uh, next on my playlist, same artist, but two different songs, because he dropped them back to back like that. Johnny Drill. The first song is called Shine. Have you seen the sun, have you seen the moon? They are shining light for you. And have you seen the stars shining in the dark? Cause God is still watching. And then the second song is called Forever. Johnny Drill. Mm-hmm. 
You're always on my mind It's a miracle that you're mine Keeping it real, I'm hard-pressed to not like Johnny Drill music because Same here. It's, it's easy music to just kind of vibe to, to enjoy, to feel, you know, all these sweet feelings where you're like, when times are hard, you're like, you know what, I'm going to close my windows, that's close right. my blinds, let me just pretend everything is great here. That's that's the sound that Johnny Joel gives me. He's one of those artists that I have keep close tabs with, mm. right? Because since he came up the scene, I was like, wow, this is not... And whenever you hear him, you don't need anyone to tell you that this is Johnny Drill. Right, his sound is so obvious and it's good. So this shine and forever, let's just say shine forever. <laughs> it's quite nice. Like mm. if you listen to forever, sounds like a Valentine anthem. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. And his tunes are tunes that will endure. Okay. Right? They are tunes that you listen to ten years from now. You're like, wow, I can see connect with this. Yeah. So thumbs up to him. Hey, I like it. That's on my playlist. Anyways, let's move into the meat of the conversation because it was food without meat. Really? Let's focus. In, in the booth. Shall we get down to business? Let's focus. Africa is not a country. Africa is a continent. Its greatest resource is its people. Because we, we keep marching on. Let's focus. Let's focus. All right. So uh, let's focus. Now, Henry Manu, I think you are the best guy for this particular conversation on building better communities, especially because I know you're interested in governance. I know you're interested in how our communities work, you know, because sometimes when we think of government, because we keep saying government, the government, the government, we've made the government, in, in Nigeria at least, to be this alien creature that is separate entirely from the, the people. Other. That the other. Yeah. You know, they exist in this spaceship somewhere <laughs> hovering above Abuja, Aso Rock, and they only descend to cause chaos and havoc. But the government is our communities. Yes. Um, and within our communities, do we really ask questions about the kind of policies that exist and how we want to make our communities better? Now, this came to mind because one of the most pressing issues for me is child protection and what we do about protecting children. Um, if you're wondering how I came across this, no, I'm not a mother. No, I don't have any kids. I do have nieces and nephews. Same here. But um, I see children on the streets of Lagos in my neighborhood every day the numbers are growing and parents are using these children as hard labor as beggars and it breaks my heart because i wonder who's looking out for the interest of that child do we have policies that deal with that do we care about that i think to a large degree we have we've not shown enough care as individuals there is this popular quote that i quite like it says that those who have the privilege to know have the burden to act that is very essential. Mm. There are a lot of people that don't know, but there are a few that know, mm. right? Countries don't change because there is a leap in consciousness. They change because there are a few people who are conscious enough to take actions. In Nigeria, we've not seen enough, enough of that, and that is majorly the reason why we've struggled to make huge and scale up um, some of the impact or some of the policies that the government tries to drive. It is impossible to build a successful country it is impossible to build a country that has um, a resilient economy that is socially cohesive if you as an individual are not interested or is not interested in what happens to the next person. You, mm. can't, you can't build a cohesive community 
with this type of a mentality like it's just me i was listening to someone someone said ah the niger dream is um i better pass my neighbor mm-hmm. and that is a mentality that is quite pervasive you want to be better than the next person i mean when i was coming here there was traffic and when you get to the end of it there's nothing just people wanting to fight on the road yeah it's literally just people fighting for supremacy who's going to go first and if we just waited one after the other we would move a lot faster so although it is good that we we point out individual responsibility we still need an umbrella body that will coordinate the effort right because sometimes w- when you see people trying to do maybe trying to just be socially active you see that their effort is not enough mm-hmm. right so if you have a bigger platform which is a platform that the government of oftentimes offers you are able to scale it up able to escalate whatever concern that that person is trying to address at their very local level. So here's the thing that I find curious and I always have to bring it back to Lagos State first. So for other states, if you guys have information, please pass on to me. I can I will go to places, I'll start taking the podcast around so I can have these discussions with other young people and other yes, people it. across the country. I think it's important. But I know that Lagos State has tried to develop some policies around child protection. We have the Lagos State Domestic and Sexual Violence Response Team, uh, DSVRT. I do remember even speaking to them on the radio station. And they sort of have come about as a response to the growing number of cases and news stories of women and children that that are being attacked in one form or another, sexually or, or otherwise. But... Even within schools, our schools where children are supposed to be safe, we've seen horror stories coming out of some primary schools, violations of children um, who are babies a few months old, and it's rampant. It's every day there's a new story, and that's quite horrific. So I have to give a big shout out to Lagos State Government for having put that forward and for the, the many people in the team who are trying to do that. But how many private institutions, how much of the community is lending their voice to this to help the government? Because... Our governments have multiple issues, but as a community, what can we do to get more involved, do you think? Most importantly, I think um, we need to ensure that, as I said earlier, those that know inform those that don't. Mm. I remember, that was in 2016, I live around Chevron, Mm -hmm. Chevron area. So there's this village, it's called Ajiran, I don't know if you know there, Mm -hmm. but it's a village just hidden inside so when you take inward Agungi that is where the village is mm. when you when you get into that village you'll be surprised that there is such a village there mm. this is a village that is living beside northern Foshua estate a luxury estate but just beside that estate is a village that is very dirty so in 2016 I tried to clean up that place so I called some folks within oh let's clean so they were like looking at me you <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> so they were like looking at me very funny so I started cleaning and just one person joined me mm. so after cleaning it one woman came to meet me she was like eh, me Ajebota Knikokni was just talking eh, why won't I come and clean the place she be is my parents that caused their poverty I was like they are not they are not responsible but I felt the need to clean this place to show you people that you guys need to keep your environment clean. clean so beyond the responsibility of young people each and every individual must be responsible for their environment mm. because environmental sustainability is the issue like is the biggest issue before us as humanity because and the environment is is too big to fail there is no alternative 
to the environment, right? So these are issues where you can quickly, as an individual, show responsibility mm. by acting. So that is where it can grow from, yes. from being responsible yourself. So when you do it, others will join you. When you see an issue that is of interest to you, is of concern to you within mm. your local community, mm. act about it, speak about it. If you are consistent, someone will join you. Mm. If you and that person are consistent, others will join you. It will begin to shift. It will take time because you need a shift in psychology. You need a shift in how people think and that doesn't happen overnight. Mm. It takes a lot of time to happen. So we need to start being responsible ourselves. Mm. That is quite essential. So how did you develop this mindset that you have? Because it's been evident from the conversations over the, over the past uh, year plus or so that we've sort of spoken on radio and I'm interested to know what got you interested in governance because governance in itself is community building. Yes. How did you get into this? It is nature. There wasn't a point where I was like, ha, ah, I have to start getting interested. No. That has been my nature. Okay. I've always been interested in how other people feel, how they live their life. Mm. Sometimes I go on the road and I see someone and I think, ah, maybe this person needs care. I go talk to them. Of the truth, they need care, right? So it has always been like that for me. It wasn't as if um, I switched off a light bulb and I begin to see the reason why I should be interested in my community. No, it has always been like that. And yeah, is your family degree, like that? Is that how you are in your well, family? Well, no, not necessarily. Let me not give them um, too much um, praise to them. Not necessarily. I'm trying to be very honest. Not necessarily. But... They support me. But essentially, we need to do it. Because on the short run, it might not it might not be obvious the damage that we are doing to ourselves by trying to just live within ourselves. Mm-hmm. But on the long run, we begin to see that, okay, these people that are living in a very dirty environment, they are the people that sell you Ugu. They are the people that sell you a 4 right? These same people go to the same market as you, right? So... If you are not showing them how they should be clean, why sanitation is important, in some way, you miss up together, right? They use the same money that you use. So if you are not communicating the the need for them to be responsible for themselves, for the environment, in some way it will get to you. It might not be immediate. It might be a child. It might be a cousin, your nephew. It will get around. Mm. So we have, to, we have to be responsible, not just for ourselves, but for others. Okay, so so how else do you think that we can build better communities other than, than sanitation, the environment? Well, the government oftentimes conceptualize policies, right? There are not enough informed people who know the policies of government in housing, in health, in child protection, in child care, art and culture, mm. inform people. Mm. They don't know. So, to a certain degree, we need to get involved in governance, mm. right? Because as I said earlier, they help coordinate effort and they help, help escalate issues. So, if you have issue with, let's say, healthcare, mm. which is um, a big issue in Nigeria, mm-hmm. there are government policies around health. There are government policies that um, aim at maybe health insurance, but not enough people are informed, right? So when these policies are maybe conceptualized in Abuja, you need channels, you need frameworks that will transmit the impact of that policy from Abuja to the states and then to the local community. Mm. So obviously we have a federal, a federal structure where those channels are theoretically in place, mm-hmm. but actively and in practical terms, they're absent. They are not there. So what you need to do as an individual is show care. Show concern. Oh, I know that this policy exists. 
why is this policy that is conceptualized in Abuja working in some places in Abuja, not working in my, my local community? Mm -hmm. Is the local government chairman doing enough, right? Is the local councillor that represents my ward mm. doing enough? Mm. Is the state governor doing enough to channel the benefits of this policy that has been conceptualized to the local community? If they are not, engage them. Oftentimes they are like, not enough people are aware, why should I be bothered? Yeah, awareness. Is, is is important. I mean, look at the campaigns in the last in the last elections. By the time you hear this, guys, we are getting ready to vote. You. The last day of collecting your PVC would have shown up. I hope you got your PVC. In the last, let's say six weeks, we've seen how all the political parties, the president, the vice president, the major opposition, and all the political parties are taking their message to the people. There is a message. There is a policy about healthcare. Mm -hmm. If you don't escalate that policy about healthcare, the same way that they are escalating the message of their campaign, there's no how you get enough people interested. Um, so I do agree with you. I think yeah. awareness is important. Um, and yes, the people in governance, so as you're going out to vote, do bear that in mind. Who do you think is most likely to take their policies and push the message of awareness to the people so that the people can also be involved in checking that things are being followed up on, that things are happening, um, so that it doesn't just remain some general message that was sent to us, but nothing concrete was done. Absolutely. Because we're out of time a little bit, um, it's been awesome chatting with you on the podcast this right. morning. So big thank you to Henry Manuel for joining us. And guys, don't forget to do the needful, subscribe, listen to the other episodes, um, and feel free to tweet at him. He's at Henry Emmanuel 64 That's right. Check out uh, all the content coming out on the different platforms. I'm full of storms. Ready to go to Africa just to relax and have a good time. One, two, three. Africa is a continent rich in natural resources. Come on, Africans! Oh. Audiocraft.inc